I think we need to start from SVS. I don't think we can start a conversation without just sure. starting from SVS. Sure. SVS for you, how was that? Because I remember it literally, we we started making a song before the competition started. <laughs> it's like you you and I started making songs before like anybody else was even in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you just hit me and you were like, here's a, here's a guitar idea. Yeah. Like sure thing. But yeah, that whole competition, that whole system, was that the first time you've ever like joined a group of people online and made music? Um, it wasn't the first time I joined a group of people, but it was definitely the most serious. Uh, it was the most wide ranging mm -hmm. in the in that we had people from Australia, you know, yourself being in Denmark, you know, people all over the world. Mm -hmm. So if I were to say anything about SVS, um, besides for it being an incredible experience, I've never collaborated that on such a broad scale in my life, let alone mm -hmm. on the internet. Really cool experience. I think everyone describes SVS either as like the power up chamber in like Dragon Ball or like just like mm -hmm. doing intense workouts for three weeks. But like, what did you take away from the whole experience? Um, I definitely agree about it being like the metabolic time chamber for sure from Dragon Ball. It's like my main takeaway from SVS is I mean, I had this notion at the start of COVID that like, man, if you do things on the internet and uh, you network with people, you work with people, um, you can collaborate with anybody remotely. Mm -hmm. And SVS very much galvanized that thought in my head, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But as a producer, was there anything like... Because I, I think the main thing I took away from like working with you and what you've talked about, it was like you finally like understood how to work with vocalists. Yeah, yeah, no, good point. Um, so for those who don't know, I mean, I come from like a, a jazz background. Mm -hmm. I studied jazz music school in college. Mm -hmm. So it, I'm very used to making instrumental music, you know, whether it's hip hop, whether it's electronic music, whether it's a jazz trio. So mm -hmm. I've it's not that I was against it, but the concept of working with vocalists was very foreign to me. Mm -hmm. So I w I didn't know like how how loud you needed to mix them, how yeah, all all the all the technical aspects and like the semantics Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Yeah, the semantics of it or were just the simple fact that like, you know, the track can be kind of simple as long as it's powerful mm -hmm. and effective. Mm -hmm. That's what we talked about all the time when we were like giving feedback to beats and stuff like that. It was like, yeah, like space and giving like not going aggressive in the melodics and stuff like that. That's when you like have that vocalist friendly, artist friendly beat. But oh yeah, actually, I, I, I wanted to start. I just wanted to cover SVS real quick. Jazz school, music school for you. How is that? Because it's one of the things you refer to most of the times in your streams. And I'm just guessing it was one of the most influential parts of um, music for you. Uh, 100%, man. So the feeling the feeling that you and everybody gets uh, being in the Discord, being surrounded by other creatives that are also producing, trying to be better at singing, trying to be better at, you know, whatever it is, that's what music school is. Like the amazing thing about going to a good school for music, it's not about having sick teachers. Like, you know, sure, I had teachers that like play with John Coltrane, et cetera, et cetera. And like that, that's all really cool. And that feels really cool to get advice from them musically. But mm -hmm. the best thing is just being surrounded by tons of people who are super creative and super gifted. And it's like they can all put you onto some shit and they all think about music differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you said specifically jazz school. Did you go in? 
already like had a plan in mind of like i'm gonna go here and then i'm gonna start working on my own shit and stuff like that or did you just go in wanting to learn more about jazz um i started studying jazz in high school i had a uh, i had a program uh where I, I would leave my uh standard high school and then go study jazz guitar the rest of the day and get credits for it so i could say it all started there Mm-hmm. And that's what led me to be like, I'm going to go study jazz guitar in mm-hmm. college in New York City. Mm-hmm. And um, what was guitar like the first choice? Because in the Felix interview, we talked about like, he, he was basically put through piano and he hated it. And then he tried other things and he hated it. And one day he was just like, he picked up a guitar. He was like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, was was guitar the obvious choice for you or was it like after trying piano drum stuff like that i mean i will say my first instrument was actually the the clarinet Ooh. in middle school band Ooh. <laughs> i still have it i still record with it occasionally but hey. i mean i never i never got got good at it or anything or mm-hmm. i don't know my my older sister played piano so I don't know if I thought it wasn't cool or something. Like I, I listened to classical music and stuff when I was a kid and I definitely appreciated piano, but I think I really liked uh, rock music and the stuff that my dad always played for me. So maybe mm. guitar just kind of came naturally. Mm-hmm. And was there a difference between the music your dad was showing you versus the music you were seeking out on your own? I would say that it started out, like the first person who ever like put me on to like good music was my dad. Mm. You know, so I would say we started out like on the same page and then I just started checking out a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And who, who were some of the people at that time? I mean, like every classic rock band you could ever imagine and just like uh, some jazz, you know, like disco, just like in general, like good music from the past couple decades. Mm-hmm. And when you started basically forming your own like experience or just like wanting music, what did you seek out was it still the same rock music or like a different genre in general i would say that it started out um just by offshoots of that like mm-hmm. as a guitarist it's like you you know you start out with somebody like Jimi hendrix you go to somebody like steve ray Vaughan. um but not to get into the specifics of guitarists it's like i started getting into like metal music i was listening to like hip-hop i was listening to just the pop music of the time uh i was going to hardcore shows i was getting big into electronic music my guitar teacher showed me nas <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> this is like my jazz guitar teacher he was like putting me on to hip-hop and stuff that i'd never uh-huh. heard black star you know was there a, a first album for you that like really sparked that hip-hop inspiration um probably black star or illmatic and was that mainly from your teacher or was it like you found out about that album and then you just went like there's a whole genre of music that i haven't actually participated in before i would say me like taking hip-hop more seriously probably came from there for sure like it, it's not that i like harbored ill will towards it or anything oh, yeah, for I sure. Just, I guess I just wasn't as familiar with it. Mm. Yeah, like like you said, you grew up with rock music and stuff like that. The transition mm-hmm. isn't always the most obvious. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And at the time when you started making music, was it purely just like covering songs and stuff like that? Or were you trying to make your own music? Uh, it definitely started out covering songs. Like, I feel like that's how you get good at an instrument. Or just you get good at anything for me at least you mm-hmm. copy something copy something else first but once i started writing my own stuff and viewing myself as a creative that that's a pretty empowering feeling mm-hmm. and what genre was that at the start you know this is probably the hardest 
question that you've asked so far. I've always <laughs> kind of thought of myself as genreless. As as much as I do make music in certain genres at times, I'm always drawing mm -hmm. from all these disparate elements. For sure. If anything, let's pivot the question to who were the influences to your style? Let, let's, let's go like a little deeper. Do you mean like when I first started using Ableton or like when I first started playing guitar? Let, let's start let's start first playing guitar and then let's go into Ableton later. Okay. Shit, man. I like some lame shit. Like I was listening to like, yeah, like I was listening to Led Zeppelin. I was listening to like classic rock radio. Mm -hmm. I think the first guitar riff I learned was Smoke on the Water. Mm -hmm. You know, some real boomer ass shit. Dude. Some real boomer shit. Do you want to give a time frame to people who don't know how long you've actually been like making music and playing guitar? Honestly, I don't know how long I've been playing guitar anymore. It's probably about 17 years. Ooh. Uh, that's that's yeah. the main thing is like whenever i look at you play guitar or just like talk about music in general like when i see you do stuff it's like you're beyond the level of like guessing and stuff like that you're, you're like when i see you do a riff or play some guitar chords over something like you're doing stuff based on like experience or based on like you're applying what you know what you know already you're not guessing and i think that's that comes with that like long experience with it yeah i i would i would agree with that um i think probably like my knowledge of theory too mm. Is, mm. Is, is probably like a big part of it when it comes to then transitioning from like just playing guitar and doing covers and learning riffs to then ableton becoming a part of your way of producing music was there like was that an obvious shift or did you go were you apprehensive towards it or did, did you go like this is how this is the next step when i want to make music i'll say this i was writing music for jazz ensembles mm -hmm. and i found myself being frustrated at times like somebody's not playing the drum groove the way that i want or mm -hmm. you know maybe i don't like the voicings the piano player is playing like whatever it is mm -hmm. and i had this realization like through ableton I can appease my huge ego and just like do everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Like memes aside though. Yeah. I I feel like as creatives what we're trying to do is put out into the world the music that we want to hear. And I wasn't really doing that until I was just doing everything. Is that is that whole thing of like I hear something in my head and I'm trying desperately to make like the speakers play that. Exactly. And you can't always turn to somebody else to help you achieve your vision. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell people, like, if you're a vocalist, like, as much as you can hit up people, for, for example, like, advice on, like, what to change and stuff like that, when you do it, that's when you do it. Like, that's when it sounds authentic and real and stuff like that. Exactly. People can give you, like, small notes, but they can't give you anything that's going to change you completely. And the same thing with well, production. Yeah. It's like, it's your touch. It's your, based on all your inspirations, based on the rock songs your dad plays, stuff like that. That's what happens when you make music. It's like all that in one. You can't like just ask someone to basically give you a clean slate and be like, okay, here, start here. Stuff like that. Yeah, you're asking somebody to live your life for you. Mm -hmm. It's like art is art is personal. It's a personal expression. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I want to go back to music school real quick. Because I think that's like a often like talked about topic in the Discord is like, should I go to music school? Should I go to this school, that school, Berkeley, stuff like that? In your opinion, how has music school helped or in any way like maybe discouraged some part of music for you? If I'm being completely honest, which I feel like I'd be I'd be doing a disservice if I wasn't, 
to anybody who may be listening to this in the future um i would say that music school has done all those things like it's changed my life for the better in a lot of ways but i'm not gonna lie it's put me in like a bunch of student debt but that being said i would be a wholly different person had i not gone Mm -hmm. so is it a worthy investment i mean it depends on how serious you are about music in music school was there a point when you like because you talked about like that whole like it's a group of creators and stuff like that Mm -hmm. how valuable was that like environment in the beginning and like how did that encourage you to basically like take music more seriously that's like the first time in my life i felt like oh man these people get it like my my entire life i it's not that i felt like an outcast or anything like that like i wasn't socially inept or anything but but you couldn't find your group basically Uh, yeah of course not it's like i was i was always out here trying to make art and i was also always listening to music that other people weren't or you can't always expect people to fuck with like the stuff that you fuck with oh yeah uh, for sure so maybe you start to feel like well shit maybe i'm crazy Mm -hmm. but once you're around a bunch of other creative people you're like oh okay these people are my kind of crazy i guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and yeah. the Discord, how do you see any parallels to that? To, oh, 100%. Yeah. It's it's the exact same thing. Exact 100%. same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has there been a moment for you in the Discord where you've gone like, this is, it's insane how valuable this place is? Um, I think that almost every day. Some days I hate it here. <laughs> not, I'm not going to lie. There's no reason to be sp- get into any specifics. But uh, for sure, for sure. I, w- I would say for the for the large majority of the time it's like hands down kenny beats discord has been like the silver lining of covid for me like i i say this i think this every single day yeah um, yeah probably every person i've had on to do these interviews has had the exact same opinion it's been like yeah. pre or like when COVID started they were like discouraged about like what's the future of music and now it's like well now i have 12 songs out and i have a collaborative project and i did all that stuff Bro, crazy. I mean, it, it feels like my creative lifeline in every single mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You mean, know, even if I'm just like uploading samples or just like, even if like I just want people to like hear my shit, like if I'm just a member in the community, that's like, let's say that's all I did, like I'd still be getting something from that. Like people like, I used to just hang out in feedback chat and like, be like, oh shit, is this good? Mm-hmm. You know, listening to other people's stuff, like even that was like good, you know? But like once I started actually participating in the community, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. these are some really creative people that I can learn a lot from. When when did you join the community? I I was literally here for the party popper snare, and then I just kind of like lurked for a long ass time. I had the exact same <laughs> the exact same story. It was like join the stream and then just be in chill chat feedback until one day you buy a sub and then realize all those insane people are like you can just talk to them. That's so crazy. I I think it's when the moment where this community became like way bigger in my mind and in my like in my like artistic heart or whatever you would call it because it's it's cute um it's like it's when people you know get modded and you're like okay that person can like take care of this place because they care as much as i do that was a moment for me where i was like oh this is like this is gonna be good i mean you can you can definitely see the sense of community in uh tier one sub chat or discord discord baddies i believe it's now called I still to this day I go like those like 100 to 300 people who are like active in that chat are like gonna be the defining people for like music at some point it's so crazy to see 
I think that there is a ridiculous amount of talent in the Kenny Beats Discord. Mm-hmm. Whether it's whether it's producers, whether it's instrumentalists, whether it's singers, whether it's sample makers, artists, you know, mm-hmm. it's it really is just like a what is it, seventy thousand strong around <laughs> mm-hmm. that just clusterfuck of creatives and it's awesome. <laughs> And, and it's That's so awesome, dope because man. you can you can you can basically see every part of like the creative experience. Like you can see people mm-hmm. make art and you can see people make samples. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like this is a producer only Discord and stuff like that. And you can also see people who don't do anything. Like they're just here because this is a great place to be. Shout out to those people too. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like the fans of the music like that's mm-hmm. that's seriously the shit the coolest thing to me is to just like i don't know you'll see somebody like new pop in a chat and then like people want to work with them or it's the thing that constantly blows my mind is just the speed at which like people incestuous isn't the right word but it's like people like get around and like are trying to work with each other and that mm-hmm. that is good it's like like you can have a following on like soundcloud or instagram or like whatever it is and it's like people aren't really using it as a community to like work with each other and it, it's really more about just kind of like cloud chasing or like hyping up the ego or like appearing in a certain way but i don't know what it is about discord and twitch you know these plat these platforms that are built for gamers that just like i don't know maybe the music community like catches on to technology a little bit slow mm-hmm. i mean could be that i mean if you just look at like how many like artists and producers are getting on twitch now versus like mm-hmm. last year because of kenny because of kenny first of all and also now because of like again this but i talked about with Felix, but like every producer has their community now and i think this is where like music online is going to take off because now it's like when everyone has a community and everyone can basically find a home to some extent mm-hmm. and like find a group of people like we did with SVS and stuff like that yep. like when that's a opportunity everyone can have like online collaboration might just be like what people do from now on I think I think IRL collabs will always be a thing mm-hmm. unless this actually does become the zombie apocalypse. Oh god. <laughs> which I'm meaning. But uh I think I think there's always gonna be something about playing music with somebody face to face personally. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that as an improvising musician, first and foremost. But I, I do agree with you. I think I mean my dream is to like I don't know, basically live in a cabin in the woods that's a studio and just like work with people, mm-hmm. like have like mm-hmm fiber internet just like work with anybody anytime have you have you ever how far have you gone with that idea of like your own studio because i've gone basically to, to like drawing it and looking for materials like <laughs> i mean i haven't drawn anything out i will say i've done a shitload of research into acoustics over mm-hmm. the past five years or so um i don't recommend going on to the gear slots page for acoustics oh god You'll lose your mind but i don't know mm. Okay. I, I guess I guess if I'm being honest, I, I haven't gone too far into like, how okay, how will I actually make that happen? But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. It's si- yeah. simple as that. I had like I had like a, a seriously like concerning like browsing history, and it was like I was looking up like acoustic proof glass and stuff like that, because I had in mind like I would have like a house and then I would have like a, a garden that would go out to like a forest. And there would be like a glass box studio and i was just i was literally looking at that for like a solid hour today i was going like yeah i shouldn't buy this <laughs> oh god 
but wait, you, is there a place where you can just buy that? I was I was looking at like acoustic like secure glass, and then I was talking to Gunjan, and he was like, you know, if you get a car, and a, a car is an amazing acoustic proof. So I was looking at cars <laughs> to make a studio, and <laughs> like, oh god, dude, what? <laughs> I know, but like, I think I think like how just wandering off and like just having those like weird like ideas and dreams about like what you want to end up with music for sure yeah is there what what do you think like if you if you and again this is always one of those like either really cringe or really insightful questions like if you had to go like next year or two years like where is music for you in terms of like what you want to do and what you want to like have out oh i mean i have some sort of ideal in my head and it involves you know working with a lot of different people um you know whether that's like i really really like writing chord progressions lately Mm -hmm. like especially after svs like i just realized like man i can write some bomb ass chord progressions Mm -hmm. and you know so making samples has been pretty fun i will say it's because of covid and everything i don't feel like i can accurately make an assessment of like what six months is going to look like from now for sure so i I don't feel like i can actually answer this question Mm -hmm. with any degree well then then, let's just pivot to like right now where are you like feeling really comfortable in music because i know like every time i go to your stream it's like you're making you're playing guitar over someone's music or you're doing a sample pack and stuff like that uh i would say i feel the most comfortable in in my serious collaborations with other people uh like the stuff i've been doing with one wu long has uh has really helped me a lot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm also working on like my own personal stuff. Shit. I mean, at this point right now, I'm just trying to link with like a bunch of people in the Discord, like as many of them as I can. So where I'm at, I guess, is like just trying to surround myself with more with more people that I can be on the same page with. Have you ever had the thought or the idea of like being a part of like a music centric group, like a collective and stuff like that? Uh, I guess so. But I, 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 what do you think that looks like to you? Because to me, I only like the idea half of the time. I only like the idea of it. Because I, I, I don't think, it, like, for a lot of people, that idea seems really nice. For me, honestly, I feel the most comfortable working alone. Mm-hmm. That's that's why when I find somebody that I can collaborate well with, I I want to run with it as much as I can. For sure, for sure. And that that's my thing about, like, collectives seem really nice until you, like realize all the organization and stuff like that and i'm basically trying to pivot into svs talk um <laughs> because that was the craziest three weeks that we've ever or i have ever had when it comes to music yeah and also just looking at it purely like when svs started i, I, I had like maybe like four months of experience as a vocalist it was literally months. yeah like with making stuff like actually making music like that song i did with corson discord shit that w- that's my first song and like i had a i had a rap out on stuff like that and i had stuff out with corson and stuff like that like this was before gucci girl and stuff like we made gucci girl during svs so like going track, in- by the way. thank you going into that it was like i was just like holy shit i made it <laughs> that was that was that was the only thought i was like i made it holy shit <laughs> bro i was so confused i was like what is this dm telling me i've been accepted into what svs you you, you, you forgot mean? you applied I, I i completely forgot that i applied yeah 
th- thank God for them sending DMs because I I, I think like oh shit this is cool yeah I mean thank God that you like you saw it and you joined because I think first of all the community like in general just based on the collaborations you have and stuff of like that gained so much more and like one one is literally everyone's favorite song I've played it more than like some of the background music <laughs> in yeah. the show just because people request it I. I really like one one. I I really love it. Even my parents like it. Mm-hmm. Same. You it's know, so when you, weird. When you can get your fucking boomer parents to approve of your music and like young people to approve of your music, it's like okay. Yeah, mama mama just likes the lyrics because she's like, it's so easy. It's just one 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 one. <laughs> like, because she doesn't understand English. I'm like, yes, I had the market. <laughs> Man, the thing the thing about one one, it's like how classic chicken or the egg which came first i'm trying to remember the order of things because i sent wulong a little guitar thing mm-hmm. he sent me back a, he sent me back the beat and the flip of my sample on my birthday mm-hmm. and then i think i I, th- I think i did the one one chops and then they I were definitely sang- in the track okay but I, if i can take it from here i remember ian posting his snippet his like mm-hmm what I think to him was supposed to be the hook and then became the pre-hook. He posted that and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do a hook. Because at that time during like SVS, I was just I was just doing so many like mumble ideas and like hooks. I was like, okay, cool. Let me just get this one out. Because to me, it I didn't I didn't go like, this is going to be insane. Because I was, I was like, a garage track? I've never heard like anyone do something like this. I didn't know it was going to be like so insane when like you and Wulong like, then took over and like added like so much more texture so much like in the mixing stages so i just did my hook after ian and then we we're just like okay we're just gonna sit on it for a bit and now it's Wu's first release which is amazing man shout out to one we long um i i used to listen listen to so much uk garage um around like 2010 2011 mm-hmm. like when i first started my electronic project Mm-hmm. when i first started young team mm-hmm. and i don't know it's it's not that i forgot about it but i always go through phases with music where i don't know it's like the the style of music i make uh it shifts mm-hmm. um really dramatically just kind of depending on what i'm listening to and mm-hmm. long story short shout out wulong for getting me back on garage like mm-hmm. i'm i'm all about it right now for sure and i feel like so many collaborations came out of like just in team two alone like there's like you and Wu, Della and Bobby. It's so crazy just to see like everyone have like a person to link with now. 100%. And I, again, that's what we talked about when we we're like, we need to do this again. Because I, I, I think we had like pretty like acceptable issues with SVS and how the system was and like the time limit and stuff like that. But we, I think the end was always like, if we can set up and like make sure people can find a group like this like this is the most valuable thing in music ever in this discord yeah it's it's definitely really 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 good mm-hmm. um you know like a, a collaboration can really bring out the best in you or or it can just like not work mm-hmm. and that that's totally fine too because like you're not supposed to get along with everybody and it's the same thing with music like allowing some level of being uncomfortable like sometimes sure. it turns out well like the capo song like that's the first time i've ever had like non-autotune on my vocal mm. 
and I was, for me that was such a point of like eh, okay let's just do it let's just do it fuck it let's just do it because up Bro. until then I was like okay I, I get it like I, I I never went like I can't sing without it on I was like it was more of like this is literally the style I've made for myself mm-hmm. so when when it came to like oh how about you don't do it I was like what what <laughs> to me it felt like it, it felt like if someone was like young team play piano on this it was, it was such a shift for me because i was like this is the whole style of music that i've like because i monitor with it on like it's the that's how i hear my voice mm-hmm. and how i've like made every project i'm like okay this is the sound i've chosen i never went like oh i can't sing i've just gone oh okay let me try it and it was capo so i like trusted him with it and it turned out really well and i was like if i in that moment when like nah i'm uh, i'm keeping it on that probably wouldn't have been the song and i probably yeah, wouldn't man. have literally not had auto-tune on the album i'm working on right now bro look I, that that's like another part of collaboration too it's uh it's like you have to be able to really um quiet your ego and allow you have to like trust in the other person who's mm-hmm. in the driver's seat mm-hmm. You know, if you're like in a studio, it's generally one person at the chair, one person at the computer mm-hmm. at a time. And uh, yeah, you have you have to like really kind of allow your ego to stay in check mm-hmm. if you want to work effectively with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if, and I think also just having like honesty, I think being honest and also understanding that if you say no now, it's going to save you so much trouble versus when this song is like half mixed and you go like actually i don't like my vocals i don't i don't want to do this song mm-hmm. like being able to say no from the start is so valuable especially if you're a vocalist like if you're a vocalist and someone asks you to do something on a track like just try it but like be very transparent about it because like you gain a lot from just trying shit that's what i always tell people is like just do something you don't have to put it out you don't have to release it you don't you don't even ha- you don't even have to save it like just do it see if it works if it doesn't cool you now know you don't do that part of music move on and that's where collaboration for me always came in because it was like when people hit you with like different genres or their own like <laughs> way of doing music like for you that whole shift in like going from the style of music you had pre SBS to like now like UK uh, garage is like your thing yeah absolutely man you know I <laughs> I don't feel bad, but at the same time, I do. Like, sending all these vocalists just, like, Garage tracks, it's like, this person has probably never listened to Garage or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows. So, it's also helpful to send, like, references and stuff like that, but... How would you... How do you approach collaboration differently now? Um, I try and be really open about it because everybody has different styles. Mm -hmm. Everybody has different strengths, and you have to play to those. A collaboration is going well when you play to those as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And it, and so if my role is to only play like quiet chords in the background, that's fine with me if it's going to make the song better. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people who are less experienced in music don't don't quite have an objective like the ability to listen to something more objectively. And uh, I don't know, like it's it's not so much about calling something good or bad, or but it's more about does it add to the music or mm. something along those lines. Yeah, I think what a lot of people also have an issue with is like, 
especially if you're the producer i'm gonna I'm just make it real clear as a vocalist you can say hey i actually i would rather have someone else do the verse you can say that like please say that producers because it's gonna save you so much time and so much effort in finding a vocalist you actually like hmm. you can you there's nothing wrong with saying hey i i mean obviously don't be a dick um but like you can say hey i like it. i like it it's a good it's good you did really good you sang really beautifully stuff like that but um i had another idea for this track and i would rather have someone else sing it you can say that and i don't think vocalists should be offended by that and i don't think producers should like be apprehensive of that because to me yeah, that's like yeah, where sure. a lot of people like I, i'm just i'm basically i'm trying to like every time i talk to someone i'm always trying to be like producers you have a lot more power and leverage than you think like you do for a lot of these songs like you can first of all you can make your own you you can make your own album like just get just make your own make the beats get vocalists on it boom you have an album you can decide who gets on a song like you can handpick the audience or handpick the the sound and the style there's so much you can do and especially for collaboration like you just need to understand like no one is losing like a hundred million dollars if you say no and stuff like that you can say no like you can just you can say no it's so easy and it's gonna help so many people in the future and like make sure no one's gonna get angry and stuff like that just say no if you don't like it like really it's so important yeah yeah you know sometimes sometimes shit just doesn't pan out that's fine i definitely agree hmm. was svs your first um album with a vocalist i think so yeah mm -hmm. obviously yeah. i've like played in bands with vocalists mm -hmm. um several times mm -hmm. but regarding production yeah it was very very foreign concept to me i would just like chop up vocals <laughs> things like that <laughs> I don't know, I like that style. I like that style so much for me. Like that's that's what I love when you like when you hear that when when you see someone have like an ear for a certain type of thing. Like you have an ear for vocal chops. Like the way you do them, it's so nice. It carries the beat so far and like that's how I got the lyrics for one one. So like uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Right now. Even, let's let's think like past COVID and I know you said like that's a difficult choice. But right now, like I mainly want to focus on streaming because the way you do streaming, like, I love it so much because you combine, like, everything I want from, like, a music streamer. Like, you're talented and, like, you've worked hard enough that you can do, like, whatever, like, beat or whatever sample and stuff like that and, like, work it out and, like, actually have a good sounding finished product. And also at the same time, you can be, like, so insightful to all the people who, like, come in because i think you're one of the few people who i've like watched from this discord who had like their own little thing own little community to begin with like your Thank discord you. is actually like your discord is actually doing pretty good like i see people talking there every day it's pretty cool yeah you know um i, I started streaming around the same time that kenny did obviously you know shout out to him i got the idea from him it wasn't it wasn't until recently when i started like interfacing with other communities more whether it's like memblums robotakis okay sammy's mm -hmm. even amari jazzes and obviously kenny's discord you know it's like i'm really feeling the sense of uh community even more 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, streaming is an interesting thing, man. And like presenting content, you know, very, very interesting thing to think about. Uh, I feel like my most successful streams have just been like where we're just listening to music, like people are putting me on, like I'm finding new stuff. If anything, like I wish I could be a little bit more insightful and educational about some stuff, but like maybe I'm just not the most articulate at explaining certain theory things, or maybe it's just like boring content, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but definitely the way you're doing streaming right now, it, it's basically you have all the right traits to like have a Kenny like type stream with like a community like that like that's when i look at that's when i look i I keep telling people like there's so many people in here who like do everything right when it comes to streaming and like they just need that community and like then it's gonna go insane bro i i really appreciate it you know like blowing up on like social medias and platforms it's uh i don't know it's such like a it can be like a real shot in the dark sometimes Mm -hmm. like i feel like a lot of a lot of it's like love but getting something to go viral you know that that's like a whole topic in of itself mm-hmm. should probably get the bars in here for that <laughs> or me and shit uh both tiktok legends tiktok legends the the unreleased because i messed up the audio gold review interview was dope <laughs> oh man uh. Dude, shout out to ian shout out ian him and akash are so fucking talented super talent album dropping soon Ooh. But yeah. Shout out to those guys. Young team, this has been a, a pretty good combo. And the thing I do right now is I'm trying to I'm trying to find my own way of doing it, but um we're gonna do batter box. If you're down. Let's go. Yeah. Do you know the rules? Uh short answers. First, okay. Short answers, first thing that comes to mind. You have no time. <laughs> Sounds good. You ready? I'm ready. Reverb. Uh, Valhalla. Bass. Yes. Saturation. All the time. Snare. I can never find a good one. 808s. Uh, Doc, thank you, Sarka. <laughs> Delays. Uh, audio damage or Valhalla. Paid plugins versus free plugins. Uh, it's good to support other creators. First time you got paid for a beat. Long time ago. First time you got paid for a sample. Uh, this year, I think. Vocals. Garage. Singing your own songs. I'm so bad at singing. Ableton or FL? Uh, I use Ableton. Guitar or piano? Uh, I've been as guitarist till I die. Nylon or electric? Uh, depends on who wants samples. If you need a vocalist from the Discord, you ask for? Mm, why so blank? If you need a producer from the Discord, you ask for? Probably Corson. Proudest moment in the Discord? I think when we finished REP, SVS. Proudest moment this year? Damn, dude. I honestly don't know how to answer that. What gives you confidence? Um, being sick at guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can always default at it. I think that's a great way to end it. <laughs> I'm sick at guitar. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's great. That was great. Sorry for your worst batter's box ever. Nah, it's fine. We'll we'll de- we'll deal with the kinks and stuff like that. And especially because it's not going to be your last one. You're going to be on the Twitch show, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bring you on make you talk about weird guitar shit for 20 minutes <laughs> sure yeah young team this was great is there a song you want to be played after this interview let's go with one one baby man 
<laughs> for sure one one coming up young team thank you so much for this i really appreciate you coming on why so blank thank you so much for having me dog this is very formal <laughs>